Hey, this is Mariela from The Functional Company. Alright, so I want to get into the subject of cholesterol a little bit more. Sometimes I get questions about this, about uh, cholesterol when people have, they go to get a blood test and then they, their cholesterol is above 200. So I just want to say that what I'm going to mention here is my own personal opinion. It is not medical advice. And please consult your healthcare practitioner for your particular situation. Okay, so uh, here's the deal. Back in the 80s, we used to have what was marked as good as uh, the limit of cholesterol, total cholesterol, to have been in the 300s. I believe it was 330, but around there, right? And now the limit, the total cholesterol limit is 200, which is kind of interesting for a few different reasons because the incidence of heart attacks has gone up, not down with these recommendations, first of all. And uh, on top of that, what we see is that people are getting put on cholesterol-lowering medications. If they're at 201, 205, 210, people freak out. They're just like, I don't want to have a heart attack. And so they start getting on these meds. But I really highly recommend that you research these medications, the cholesterol-lowering medications, because there's a lot, there are a lot of side effects to them. And so if there's anything we could do naturally to just control the body, uh, then it's very important to do that. So I might have mentioned previously that with cholesterol, one of the things that uh, it, it is more of an indication of, because they're like little band-aids. Cholesterol is, they're little band-aids that uh, basically put out fires, right? So um, so if you see, if I see like really high cholesterol, I'm thinking there's probably inflammation in some part of the body, whether it's a hidden infection or something else, toxins, etc., that are causing a lot of inflammation somewhere. So we don't just want to directly bring down cholesterol. Instead, what we want to do is find out where the inflammation is and bring that down. So there's a bunch of things to look at. But one of the things that happens is when, when people send me their blood work, they're just like, oh, look, maybe they have like 240 cholesterol or something like that. But they show me their cholesterol and then how it's broken up, right? It's broken up into HDL and LDL. And then they also show me their triglycerides, which is a very important piece of this whole thing as well. Because let's say one of the things is, let's say that your cholesterol is at, uh, or somebody's cholesterol is at 240. And the next question that I have is, okay, let me see uh, if the cholesterol, let me see the triglycerides and I'll tell you how this ties in, okay? So the triglycerides are generally tend to be high at this point. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not, right? But if the, if the triglycerides are high, this is telling me, that the body is converting sugar into fat and so the person is consuming too many carbohydrates because the middle step in that transition from carbohydrates to fat is a triglyceride so when somebody's triglycerides are high that means they're eating too many carbohydrates so that's the main thing to do to bring the triglycerides down is to reduce the overall consumption of of carbohydrates to just a a much uh, more controlled amount how many less than where that person is now that's just like the basic thing i could say 60 grams maybe less maybe a little more it just depends but it's definitely going to be less than wherever the person is at the point where they got their blood work tested right so um so let's say the triglycerides are high okay so then that's going to give me a little bit of an indicator because here's the next thing i'm going to look for in the in the cholesterol like I mentioned, there are these two different types, right? You have 
LDL and HDL, right? And supposedly the HDL is the good cholesterol and the LDL is the bad cholesterol. That's not the complete story though, because LDL is still required to make hormones. So it can't be bad if it's doing something good for you. But within the LDL, there, it's broken up into two groups. It's either small and dense LDL, which is the more damaging type, or it's large and fluffy, right? Which is a, the harmless type of LDL. So it's kind of like you have to go a little, dig a little deeper, right? So how do you know if you have 240 cholesterol or 260 cholesterol, um, how do you know if your LDL is small and dense, which is the harmful one, or light and fluffy, which is the one you don't need to worry about, right? So like, how do you know this? Well, there's two ways. One of them is that you can actually get a test to see if it's type A, type B, LDL, like whether it's small and dense or light and fluffy. There's a very specific blood test to do uh, with that. You can request that with your doctor. Um, the other thing, another indicator are these triglycerides. Because these triglycerides, when they're high, that means there's a lot of insulin floating around. There's uh, blood, blood sugar problems over consumption of carbohydrates. That would create make the the LDL become small and dense, which is the more harmful type, right? So again, we, that's why I, I keep going back to these things. In, all, in a lot of these podcasts, I'm talking about intermittent fasting. I'm talking about lowering carbohydrates. Maybe you want to do the keto diet. You know, there's there's different options, but the general idea is like we got to control the blood sugar one way or another. Uh, because when we control the blood sugar, we're controlling, we're making sure to control these triglycerides so that our cholesterol doesn't turn into the dense and small type, which is more harmful for the body. Um, and that's the one that we need to be more concerned about, right? If we have controlled blood sugar, then we don't have a lot of inflammation. We don't have a lot of uh, insulin roaming around. Then the LDL will stay fluffy and large, which is not going to be something we have to worry about. So if you have 230, 240 cholesterol and it's large and fluffy, your triglycerides are low, I mean, it's fine. I, I don't know what the problem is, you know. Maybe your body needs to produce more hormones. Maybe uh, you have higher levels of stress, you know. So, of course, there are things that you can still improve in your in your life, but it's you shouldn't be freaked out, you know, like, like you're going to get a heart attack tomorrow or something like that. So that's why I always just say, you know, you're going to get the whole picture, and I just wanted to give you this a little bit of additional information regarding cholesterol, which is oftentimes missed, is that LDL cholesterol, which is supposedly bad cholesterol, is needed in order to produce sex hormones, estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, uh, also cortisol, you know, uh, this, which is a stress hormone. We need the LDL. It's a precursor. It's, it's, it's a thing that's needed in order for these hormones to be produced. So if you're on uh, cholesterol-lowering drugs, imagine how that will affect hormones. You know, it's like now your body isn't able to... Because these cholesterol-lowering drugs, what they do is... Remember that whether you consume cholesterol or not is not as much of an indicator. Because your body has its ability to produce cholesterol internally. That's how important cholesterol is. It's not going to depend on you getting it from the diet. So if you consume a lot of cholesterol, your body will say, okay, I have enough. It'll shut, shut off the internal mechanism. If you don't consume enough cholesterol, then uh, the and you need more cholesterol, then the internal mechanism will turn on and you'll produce cholesterol internally. 
which is very interesting because that's why oftentimes you see people with really low fat diets, they still have high cholesterol. Well, that's because your body's making it and you haven't handled the root of the thing. What's the root of the thing? Well, figure out where the inflammation is. Do you have a hidden infection somewhere, like maybe in your mouth, somewhere, and somewhere in your body? Do you have uh, toxicity overload, right? Do you have too many toxins uh, just roaming around in the blood or affecting your cells? And then this is uh, creating all this inflammation, which is therefore creating more cholesterol. Your body is making your body create more cholesterol. Are you in chronic stress mode? Because chronic stress will also mean that your body is going to require more hormones to be made and therefore you need more cholesterol, right? There's all these different things and also sometimes the thyroid being wacky can also affect cholesterol levels. So that's why, but imagine if you take a a cholesterol lowering drug as your first line of defense, some of the side effects, you could just look this up, but some of the side effects are that your, your, uh, your muscles get fatigued, your overall energy production gets, you know, goes lower, so you get fatigued overall. And imagine if you need cholesterol in order to produce hormones, you can think and consider how your hormones are going to be affected if you're on that drug for a long time. So again, I'm not, I can't give you medical advice or anything like that. I'm just giving you information to think with. Because if you're going to get this, I mean, for me, I'm going to tell you if, if, if I were in this particular situation, if I'm getting recommended uh, a cholesterol-lowering drug, which basically means it's going to shut off my internal mechanism, my, my body's ability to produce cholesterol, then I have to be willing to deal with the consequences and the side effects of that, which is going to be fatigue, probably mood uh, problems and hormonal problems. Uh, I don't think it's worth it. I'd rather be like, well, thank you very much, but let me just you know, work at it through the natural way. And that's another way to tie in. It's just like if you've got your triglycerides and those are high, you've got cholesterol high and triglycerides high, then you know you really have to control your, your carbohydrates, control your blood sugar, take steps towards either intermittent fasting, low-carb diet, or keto, something that's going to bring your overall carbohydrate down. Basically, it's going to control your blood sugar and not be overstimulating insulin, which will then make the LDL cholesterol fluffy instead of the dense small kind because the dense small kind is the one that we want to avoid all right so that's all i want to mention in this episode i just kind of wanted to give you some uh, additional information on cholesterol different types of cholesterol and you know why 200 as a total cholesterol for every single person on the planet that just doesn't make sense to me like every single body is going to be perfectly at 200 there are all these other variables to consider if you're at 230 and, and your cholesterol is, is light, large and fluffy, who cares, you know? And your, your triglycerides are low, your, your blood sugar is controlled, you feel great. I mean, I, I don't know what the risk factors there are. I can't see them, you know? So anyway, just more things to consider. And again, you got to consult your own healthcare practitioner for your particular situation. I'm just kind of giving you my two cents on this whole picture. Thanks so much for tuning in and I will see you on the flip side.